Welcome back, everybody, to the Chatterball Podcast. It's your boy, Rami, taking over the host mic for this one. It's been a while. Deshaun's been feeling himself on the mic a little bit. Um, but here we are, guys. First, I did the last one. <laughs> I did the last one? Yes, bro. Oh, I was a little smacked. Um, <laughs> it's the first episode of 2021, and I'm already chatting, so you know we're doing well already. And as we speak, Bradley Beal is out here dropping 60-point games, looking like he's Curry. But, um, yeah, man, the season's been really spicy already. A lot of surprising things going on. So um, let me open up the floor to welcome my co-hosts, as always. Here are my guys. Hey, what's up, y'all? Resident Steph Curry fan, Chaz. Chaz. Chaz got on his Golden State Warriors shirt as we speak. I got on my Knicks beanie, you know, repping the city. Say what up, Anthony. Yo, what's up? Stand here. You already know we're about to get into some wild debates. I'm going to make Deshaun pop an aneurysm today. <laughs> Anthony got a shirt on. Anthony got his shirt on saying, I feel like Braun, for those listening on audio. So nobody all, nobody all told me there was a theme this episode, so I didn't wear any basketball-related stuff. I just got this tank and a hoodie. Yeah, he looking like the brown shirts on 2K right now when you first come on the Uh, But let's get into it, guys. There's a lot of, like, tipsy, topsy-turvy stuff going on, things that don't really make sense, some things that do make sense. But let's start with some of the – some of these notable headlines that have been going on. Like, let's start with the 76ers, you know? They're actually leading the East, Eastern Conference right now with 6-1 and record. And as we speak, you know, they're in an intense battle with the Wizards, you know, um – Actually, the Wizards are doing terrible this year with two and five. So I'm curious to see if the Sixers will stay on top here. What you guys think about these two teams going on? Um, yeah. You know what we're going to say? Westbrook, come on, man. (laughs) It's like this man is just – he's like a great player, a great guy, so much energy. He's a great teammate. He just can't win. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, if he on the Wizards, if he doesn't make the playoffs in the East, what does that say for his legacy? You kind of just got to stick a fork in him and like, didn't they? Weren't they winless until he sat out? For yes, <laughs> they won their first game when he sat. If I'm not mistaken. Yikes! That's not a good yeah. look. But, you know, I like Westbrook's intensity. Also, like, shitting on him because he plays dumb a lot of uh, – most of the time. But I'm not even going to put this on him because their defense is trash. It's like – they you can't win without playing defense. I say it all the time. Like, right now, the score is 141 to 135. Yeah, this. that's 2K numbers right there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not right. What the, what the hell is that? Like, how are you going to win any basketball games like that? Yeah. So, I'm not going to put it all on Westbrook, even though he's doing Westbrook things. Body counting stats, bad percent. The Wizards are allowing – I'm looking at it real quick. They're actually allowing the most points per game in the entire league. Ah, second to most, only to the Wizards. I mean, sorry, to the Warriors. But yeah, they're allowing 120 <laughs> points per game, guys. 
120. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. That's insane. That's pretty so bad. they're just letting guys just walk to the basket. Yeah, pretty much. What are they, the Capitol Hill police? It really must be. So that happened earlier Whoa, today. Oh, Chaz, that was hot. You didn't even have that scripted. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, man. Hope oh, everybody's, you know, safe and sound after all that stuff going on in Washington right now. But the Wizards aren't giving them much to be hype about down there. So, but. Wiz, uh, Bradley Beal is probably on his way to a career to a career night, so we'll see what the ending total is on that stat line. Um, what else we got going on? Another interesting. Actually, let's go. Here's another one. Let's let's take it over to the West, where the Suns were previously. You know, just before this last game or two, were leading the West. They're now second in the West at five and two. The Lakers are six and two. Wow. What can we say about the Suns, guys? Obviously, there's one glaring thing. Obviously, the one thing that should be on everybody's mind is that CP3 is legit the point god. Nobody could ever throw dirt on his name again because everywhere he goes time and time again, he's proven that he could just make a team work. And honestly, the Suns being so great right now, I know it's the beginning of the season, but it really makes Harden look even worse. Cause it's just like, damn, you let CP3 go and he still had all this great game left in him. It's sad. But shout out to Honestly, the Suns that's, doing their that's thing. That's gotta be one of the most questionable things that's that we've seen in a while. Like trading away CP3 when they had a great season. Like they went to the conference. No, maybe they lost second round that year, but he was hurt. So it's what it's because Harden's a prima donna, man. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if the all. Westbrook Harden thing was gonna work because there's a two guys that have proven to not be able to take your team far. <laughs> but um yeah, good thing Book and CP3 working. They have great chemistry. I like how they just go back and forth in the fourth quarter to close out games. CP3 has this uncanny ability of like being the guy on your team without actually like needing to be the number one guy. It just, it's, you know what I mean? Like he facilitates, he mm -hmm. keeps the ball, the assist to turnover ratio very low. And he's still one of the most efficient, like smooth scorers that we got in the game. So, you know, there's a lot to be said for him. He took the Hornets to the, to the playoffs. Then where'd he go after the Lob City? The Clippers went to the playoffs many times to not his, really his fault. They didn't make it out of the West, obviously, but. Then he went to the Rockets and now the Suns and success, success, success everywhere. I think that's the difference between a guy like him and Westbrook because wherever Westbrook goes, it kind of fails. Um, <laughs> but last thing, <laughs> last thing I'll mention about the Suns, though, because it's worth mentioning, is they're actually leading the league in limiting their opponents. They're actually the lowest opponent points per game in the league right now. So the Suns? They're, play they're playing defense. Yeah, the Suns at 100.6. That's impressive. Oh, you know, I saw a crazy stat too that like they're I think top three and like three point like the the amount of three point shots they allow too, so they're just locking it up everywhere. So that's dope. Which is interesting. Like, who would you besides like Mikhail, right? Mikhail Bridges and CP Jade Crowder. Oh, CP yeah, Crowder. Jade Crowder. Like DeAndre Ayton don't really lock up. Like they just, that just well, means that they're being coached well. Who's coaching over there right now? Shout out to Monty Williams. Monty Williams. Monty still? Monty still? Okay. Good stuff. 
Speaking of defense and being coached well, y'all know what I'm about to bring up. The 76ers? Oh, nah. <laughs> you know who. Is it oh, yes. Yeah, who's? Oh, you know what? They're, I think they lost tonight. <laughs> but <laughs> they're, I think, all right, see, let me check. No, they're up against Utah. No way. They came back? What? Yo, they were down 20 when I left them. For real? You know they're what, guys? I think we got to we gotta talk about it on our power rankings. We did have Utah pretty low. And they started out a little hot. I, have, I was a little worried. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, it looks like we got it right. There's a lot oh, of time left man. in the season, though, but still, they look like some bums. So here's here's a very interesting thing that I was reading about on NBA.com. Um, peep that citation there. Uh, <laughs> I read this thing about there's there's a lot to be said about the sh- – don't forget that we're on a shortened turnaround season, like the shortest actually in any sport of ever – of ever any sport ever so the teams that were in the bubble and especially the ones that went to the playoffs you know are on way less rest than the guys that didn't play since like march so the standings are pretty inverted like a lot of teams that did not make the bubble are now actually like overperforming like for example the knicks the hawks um and and uh who in the west the, the Pelicans, did they make the bubble? No, they did make the bubble. The Warriors. So there's a lot to be said about the fatigue factor. And remember on Christmas when all the games were blowouts? Oh, there's yeah. a, I read this stat that 25% of games, 25% of the games so far, have seen leads of one team by 30 points or more. Jeez. And the typical season-long average of that is about 10%. So... It's obviously, you know, there's something to be said about teams that, you know, have been rested for a long time, coming on with fresh legs. Um, It's a shorter training camp. So, you know, it's less time for new players to gel with their teams. So They had like like two weeks of training camps? Yeah. I feel like they were doing training camps at the same time that they were still doing free agency. Like they didn't even (laughs) have their teams for the season done yet. Yeah, so it's rough out there. But yeah, and every game counts more. It's only 72, so we're not even seeing guys resting early in the year like they usually do. Yeah, Kawhi. Kawhi, yep. Kawhi he is playing, Kawhi's playing back-to-backs again. Yeah, in three years. He hasn't played a back-to-back. He hasn't played a back-to-back in three Wait. years? Well, since 2017, so. That four. can't be real. No, I swear to God, bro. Yo, like, you know the Raptors never played him in a back-to-back. Like, any, yeah, any back-to-back? Any back-to-backs. And he Ooh, didn't play, play any last year. Yeah. Whoa, I didn't realize it was that serious. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But, think, yeah, like, I think there's a lot to be said about lack of training and prep time. Like, the Rockets got hardened back, like, what, like, two days before the season started? They're doing awfully, you know? Um. Anyway. Anyway, let's – oh, we were talking about the Knicks, and then we kind of got sidetracked, so – the Knicks, are they the team in New York? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All I'll say Looks is like that it. Julius Randle, he's showing out. He's on triple-double alert like every he's night. He's balling out of control. <laughs> Bro, I shot on Randle so many times last year. Yep. Sorry, Jason. We all did. <laughs> but it, it, I kind of miss it at this point, but <laughs> he's playing well. I can't say I can't Wait, say Wait, what do you miss? Shitting on Randle? <laughs> It, it Yo, was fun. That, 
No, that spinning thing is actually working now. Remember, he used to just spin and turn it over? <laughs> I guess Tom, Tom Thibodeau tightened whatever screw was loose in that spin cycle. Now it's, now it's actually spinning. <laughs> he still turns over the ball a lot, but he's doing yeah, a lot. Of things. He actually does average a lot of turnovers, but I think, yeah. I, think I mean, can, superstars always do. You can forgive that when your team's actually winning and you're getting assists. It's the defense, though. That's why they're they're That's what keeps them in the game because they're well, all Tom Thibbs. Tom Thibbs is like known to be like a defensive anchor kind of coach. Yeah. Speaking he's of also defense. he's also a very I feel like Thibbs is always like a win now kind of coach. Yeah, he won't play certain guys, but and that's why they tear the ACLs. Y'all remember when, we'll see. We'll was, see what happens in April. Was, yeah. Thibs, was Thibs the coach of the Cat Jimmy Butler Wolves? Yeah. Yeah. And they went to the playoffs that year. I mean, that was Jimmy. That was all Jimmy. That's got to be partially Tom Thibs, too. I don't know, bro. When Jimmy got hurt uh, that same year, towards the end, they lost a lot of games. So yeah, they were free yeah. falling. And then he was still there after Jimmy left, and they were not anywhere close. Okay, fair enough. We'll say Co- Coach Thibs is doing a great job with these young guys. We got remember when we thought Nerlens Noel was gonna be starting over Mitch? Thank God they didn't do that. Thank Noel God. is trash, bro. <laughs> He's no, like no. dollar off brand Mitch. Like <laughs> Noel uh, has always next stop been. China. Oh man, <laughs> dang. You, I remember when Nerlens came out and he was on the Sixers and, you know, he was, like, supposed to be, like, this amazing player and he just never found his way. Never. Occasionally, he gets some burn. But I'm glad Mitch – they're giving Mitch minutes, like, and he's not fouling out of his mind. So, he's yeah. actually able to get – I think he's averaging, like, 28, 27, which is a big win for a guy like Mitch who couldn't even see the court for, like, 20 minutes last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Emmanuel quickly – Oh, yeah. surprise yeah. of the draft better than obi Toppin. i mean to be fair obi has barely played well, Obi played. played like one game and got injured yeah but like yeah. i don't know i was high i was i said it before i was higher on quickly than i ever you was did on. say that i remember that but um yeah but that's like again quickly is i mean sorry quickly is nice he went to kentucky am i right i think so oh wait i might be wrong uh, you don't um, matter Anyway, that backcourt is like quickly was a 20 late 20s pick in this year's draft looking like a steal and very NBA ready. Mitch is doing well. RJ Barrett's coming out to play. So I'm like, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, he still can't shoot the three. Uh, he, I think he'll, he's destined to be uh, DeMar DeRozan, which is unfortunate, but it is. What it no, is. Or, hold Ooh, on. For RJ Barrett? Yeah. I mean, that would be like a ceiling for him at this point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Unfortunate, though, that's pretty good. I mean, compared no, to I'm like, like – he, He'll never be able to shoot threes. Like, he just seems like one of them guys. <laughs> just one of them guys. <laughs> one of them guys. But so, yeah, for now, as we record this episode, the Knicks have a higher winning percentage than the very, very hyped Brooklyn Nets. Um, Wait. Is Jokic really leading the league in assists? Yes, sir. No way. Eleven point nine. I'm looking at it right now. Wait, more than Westbrook? Westbrook has like ten plus. Remember, he had that like eighteen assist game, and then 
had you double remember, digits every day except for like one every you day. remember yeah. when we were laughing that somebody said like yo Jokic is like triple double machine and we're like machine and now he's like laughing his way to the top of the standings because he is he's still in playoff mode yeah the normal well, that's good that's good we were saying we were saying his whole like his critique at the start of the season was that he takes it easy in the regular season. I'm pretty sure you said he don't care about the regular season. I did so say that. <laughs> this, is, this is really good for the Nuggets. Yeah, but now there's the less same, games. They at matter the same more. time, the Nuggets yeah. are still kind of underperforming, I would say. That's why he got to go so hard, their defense. Yeah, but yeah. you see, that's the thing about the Nuggets too, because I'll be watching them play a lot of the times, and these guys cannot make plays for themselves without Jokic. Like nobody could really create their own shot besides him and Jamal Murray. Maybe Barton sometimes, but they don't even really give him the ball there. What about MPJ? Yeah. MPJ uh, is hurt. MPJ is hurt right now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he actually has the – he's quarantining. But he'll be back. Oh, okay. He'll be so back he's tomorrow, I heard. There have been – I mean, while we mentioned the quarantine thing, yo, we should talk about – oh, shit, my lights just flashed. We should talk about <laughs> the quarantine effect on, like, players losing the guys for, like, a week more, like, notably – Kevin Durant is out right now quarantining. Who else? There's How did he get COVID again? Well, I heard no, it's contact tracing. Oh. That's the crazy part is like the players don't even need to have COVID. It's like if they even come in contact with somebody that they know has COVID, they get shut down for at least a week. It makes sense, to be honest, because, you know, you could be a, a carrier, asymptomatic and all that. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. It's just like. It's it's tough. It, it's it hurts, tough. To, it hurts for fantasy. It's tough to game plan for, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, for real, and the injuries this year too. So no. here's, guys are dropping like flies. Here's the thing I wanted to mention: because of the shortened season, remember we're playing 72 games this year instead of 82, and with COVID still a very big concern and safety protocols. One of the new things they're doing this year, which is very similar to baseball, is players and teams are doing back-to-back games in the same city as opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, sometimes you go to like New York, you'll play the Knicks and the Nets. Like, no, they're playing the Knicks, then the Knicks again, like the next night. So that's, you know, sometimes they, they do that often in baseball, but now it never happens in basketball. So there's a lot to say about that because you can make adjustments from one night to the next. You kind of build a little more rivalry against that team if you get you know it's like a mini series yeah it becomes like gives you more of like a playoff vibe yeah but, I like but there could also be some drawbacks to that like like usually you're in and out of a city in like a day or two when you're in like these games now you could set up shop in a, in a in an away game for like three four days in that city which could also lead to some higher levels of distractions you know <laughs> it depends on talking the- about Harden yeah <laughs> <laughs> It depends on the strip clubs. Yeah, watch out! Watch out for when Harden goes to play the Hawks. Aka, <laughs> <laughs> aka, he's going to train. <laughs> no, no. Oh man, let's talk no. about the uh, the Nets a little bit while we're on the topic of New York. Oh boy, the Nets cannot play defense for the lives. Like I, I don't understand they. The offense is popping. Let's all right. Let's start on a good note. The yeah. offense is popping. Joe Harris is out here shooting. Kyrie is leading the team and scoring most nights, which is very surprising. You know, I wasn't expecting that. I thought KD would kind of step up, but 
I still think that Kyrie was gonna have a real big chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um and Karis balling out off the bench. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been looking at his stats lately, bro. He's been he's been iffy. I you he know, had Joe, an all right game. Joe Harris yes, is a did. really yeah, good did. player that like really goes under the radar for that team. Um yeah, I mean they did bring him back because they know Joe Harris is the man. Well, now that Dinwiddie's gone, I think y'all have like five good players. Like, who's oh, no, 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 no. The, the, y'all always, the y'all always throws me. <laughs> I don't for real, bro. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm I'm New York fluid. Like, I'm New York nah, Knicks man. fan. I'm a Nets fan. I'm a about Brooklyn. Get out of here with that. <laughs> oh, okay. This makes sense only because the Shans are a resident Bronx guy. So I can understand you not being able to jack the Brooklyn side. <laughs> oh man. Um, um, but yeah, I think how about, how about shout outs to Jared Allen finally showing up? Um, he had he destroyed, monster. destroyed Rudy Gobert for real. million dollar man, 200 million Rudy. Yo, Chaz, <laughs> how do you feel about the Nets losing games to like the Wizards and the Hawks? Do you think that's concerning or it's the just Hawks, like they still the Hawks is okay, but the Grizzlies, well, but... Ja? well, yeah, that yeah. too, like. What's going on uh, with that? Um, I think, I think you know they don't have they don't have like a strong defensive identity right now, and they the offense is kind of all over. Like it relies on guys like really buying in and like guys like Kyrie and KD. If they have an off night, it's not like they're gonna be out there dishing like crazy. So it's kind of – we don't really have a true playmaker. We're kind of relying on the system right now. And with teams like that, there's always, like, a lot of variance in, like, how well you play. It's like the Spurs back in the day, like uh, 2013, 2014, when, it, when the ball movement was good and everybody's hitting their shots, they look amazing. But um, if people aren't hitting their shots, then – it's kind of like, where do you go to to get that yeah, offensive engine mean. that you need? It's like supposed to be KD and who's Kyrie. The who's the go-to that you could trust, right? How often yeah. are KD and Kyrie going to be off the bark for a night in the same right. game? Well, well, I think the Nets... I they think missed the game winners, like, both of them, the other night. No, okay, that was wild. <laughs> you <laughs> missed that pull-up. Here's up. the thing. What? You need them both to be on because one of them being on is just like... KD with Oklahoma City or Kyrie with mm-hmm. Boston. Well, not even. Do you Kyrie with Cleveland? Kyrie with exactly. Yeah, that that's one of the things I noticed too is that they play a lot together. There's not really a lot of times where you see just Kyrie or just KD on the court. It's, it's always they, both of them because they let they let Karis run the show when they're on the bench. Well, here's the thing that I find problematic. Well, I think it's also what are we? two and a half weeks into the season, they haven't been able to like have a rhythm going because Dinwiddie gets hurt after like a week, right? You know, he's a big part of their rotation. He gets hurt after a week. That throws the rhythm off for their game plan. Then KD late in the second week, now he's out for a week. You know, it's, and they're, this is the first year they're actually playing together to make it even worse. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, they've had very, 
few chances to get a good rhythm going. Uh, I mean, when you've got two of the best scorers in the entire league, you would think they don't need much time to get into a rhythm, but I think you do. Not to mention KD hasn't played ball, uh, didn't play ball at all last year. Oh, yeah. Um, Also, they have to let Jared Allen blossom. Because DeAndre Jordan is not for real. Yeah, Why is he starting? I, I was. Mind I don't think blown. he's going to start again. He's Allen started last game and he killed it. So, but I, why did they wait like seven games into the season to let Jared Allen start? Like I thought, I always thought Jared Allen was their starter, and I was shocked to hear that. Yep. Favoritism. Um, yeah. Oh, because Doc loves DeAndre. <laughs> wait, why did I say Doc? I'm bugging. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I can edit that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll ever be a great defensive team because of their coaching hierarchy. They got Steve, yeah, and Dan, Dan Tony. Let's let's take it away from the New York scene for a little bit. I do think um, we're gonna make a quick mention about this. Markel Fultz. You know, earlier Ace. today, earlier today went down with a non-con. I don't know. I think it was non-contact. It was a non-contact. Knee. Yeah, he went down clutching his knee, non-contact. You know that's never. You know that's never gonna end well. And yeah. so it's been announced that Markel Fultz, who is their starting point guard, who's actually been thriving lately, is now gonna be out for the entire rest of the season. And that's oh, a major. They that? Yeah, they announced it while we've been recording. So I, dro- I dropped him as soon as I saw the injury, but damn. Well, I didn't you had know. dropped him before the injury in at least one league, right? In fantasy. Um, um, oh, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, you did. Been- so, so anyway, I just wanted to touch on Orlando Magic are actually number two in the East right now. They're at six and two, but how do you think this is going to affect their team play going forward, especially knowing that they're already out one of their core franchise players in Jonathan Isaac for the whole year. Now they're down folks. Um, well, I figured they were going to regret, like regress to them that they're mean, like, which is like the eight seed around that, but we'll see what um, I've been hearing a lot about that rookie point guard, Cole Anthony. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I picked them up. I picked them up in the deep league already, bro. It's it's, it's sorry. Damn it. <laughs> As soon as I saw the injury. (laughs) Cole Anthony is nice, bro. Nice. Did y'all ever, like, I've seen his mixtapes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Brinkley posted about him all summer. That's the one. All summer he was posting his videos. Chris Chris Brinkley, one of the best, like, trainers that you be seeing on, on, like, social media and stuff, was hyping him all summer. Now he's probably going to be like, see, I told (laughs) y'all. No, it's... It's really sad. Now. It's really sad about the Fultz thing because he missed yeah. like his whole whole first year because of that shoulder injury, and then, then it was like he had to, to relearn him. how to shoot. And it's then remember, traded. like nobody wanted to touch him after that. Yeah, that's oh. how he ended up in Orlando. The Magic got him for pennies, no? Or did they sign yeah, him? No, they got him for pennies, bro. A yeah. first overall pick in his a third. Oh, a, a first pick? Yeah, he was. Yeah, first. number one. No, I'm yeah, saying. I'm saying. I thought you said they gave up. Oh, no, they gave up a second round pick and somebody that ain't even playing on the right. So they got they gave up nothing to get a number one overall pick. That's how bad Markel Fultz's stock had dropped. And he really looked like he was on his way to like a redemption season this year. And that's really sad, honestly. Yeah, I got to change my team name now. I'm sad. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Deshaun has some really great fantasy names, guys. Really great. Bro, bro, I see your teammates, Paul and Paul. Is this a joker? Get out of here, bro. You're... <laughs> it makes sense because I never draft Chris Paul and Paul George. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry that you guys don't know me that well to get the reference, but all right. it's good. You want right? to know how much I know you, Chaz? Here, I'll, I'll throw you an alley right here. Let's take this convo over to the Golden State Warriors. Chaz, take it away. <laughs> oh, I, I actually had some good news for you guys. Bradley You're not Bill. a Warriors fan anymore? <laughs> Imagine. Bradley Bill finished with only 60 points. Yeah, I was sad about that. So guess who still has the high for the season? This guy, bro. I'm thinking like you had legit good news. Like I don't, I don't care. <laughs> wow. No, so, I was uh, really, I was really looking forward to when he had 59 after three quarters. I I'm gonna be really like, he's gonna, he's gonna blow out Curry. He's gonna be, he's gonna blow out Curry. People forget about this. Nah. <laughs> so I mean, you don't. So you don't want Steph Curry to take it personal. And then go to DC and <laughs> drop, I don't know, 65, 70, 82. Who knows? 82. Um, cool. That game was amazing because he even shoot a lot of threes. He was getting to the rim a lot. People say Curry can't get to the hole. Like, that's stupid. Those people are dumb. That's they don't watch. They, they don't watch anything. They yes. don't watch the ball because he be getting to the rim. Like, other than Kyrie, I think he finishes, like, the most acrobatic at the rim with his layups he got those like rainbow shots yeah 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 i think that's one of my favorite things about watching steph play is because he knows like he misses like two threes in a row he's like fuck it i'm just gonna go to the rim (laughs) and then go back out to the three and i'm gonna make that one yeah exactly and he makes it look so effortless (laughs) effortless all right i got a question for y'all are the golden state warriors gonna make the playoffs I have yes, to look say, at the standings again. Hold on. Yes. You have to, bro, forget the standings. Just think about their play. <laughs> I mean, they're healthy. Yes. 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 If they're I think, healthy. Okay. I'm I saying, like, if, if Curry and Draymond stay on the court, I don't see why not. Yeah, basically. Um, Honestly, <clears throat> also, if Andrew Wiggins can just at least play defense, I don't even mind him not making threes. Which he has. If he been. could just do that, then he's can. been pretty good. Wiggins actually. is averaging. I mean, besides, I don't. I I know numbers don't always mean everything, but he's averaging a good amount of steals and blocks. That's fantastic because he's definitely not shooting it, so he got to provide something. See, before the no, season, no. <laughs> he's actually was... shooting the three at a thirty-nine percent clip right now. Listen, he there's a lot there's a lot of guys hey. in the league. There's a lot of guys in the league that are like bona fide three-point shooters that are just doing awfully this year. Just to name a couple off the top of my head. Two of them are from the Warriors. Wiggins was doing bad. Ubre was doing bad. Covington really bad. Um Luka Doncic averaging like 1-3 per game. It's like all these guys are just cold right now. So yeah. I don't know where I was going um, I, with that. I just I was angry about it. <laughs> I do want to say that I think Wiggins' problem was that he had the ball because Draymond wasn't there and Steph plays off ball. He had the ball too much and he cannot. He has like zero vision. I don't think I've ever seen a 
uh, Andrew Wiggins pass that made me say, oh, whoa, that, that's a nice pass. <laughs> I don't even think I've seen one that made me say, oh, okay, he got the ball away. <laughs> but what I have seen is him with those stiff-ass turnaround fadeaways. Yo, this man posting up, he looks like a like a I don't even know, like a wooden puppet and someone is like, like a wooden puppet and someone is having like a just a jazz hands because it looks ridiculous. Damn. And then and then his shots like brick and it's just like Steph is like wide open in the corner because he did his relocation thing and Wiggins just does not see it. But now that Draymond's back and Wiggins can just be like a a role player, he's um he's doing pretty well. He does hit his spot ups. Um, Kelly Oubre is starting to shoot better after his horrendous start. One of the worst starts I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, was he like one for forty or something from three? <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. He did hit four the other night against the Kings. Yeah, he's so, he's heating back up. He's heating back up. There's those I think players team, every year. There's those players every year that start really bad, and you know they're gonna end like top fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, that that Kelly Oubre start was like terrifying. I've never seen oh. something like that. <laughs> Speaking of slow starts, what about the Raptors? That's Yo. not a slow start. That's called being bad. Having no big men. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, gave, they gave away their two. They gave away their two bit. Their two best big men. Who does that? They didn't give away. Yeah, they didn't Ibaka give away. and Gasol. They, they left. They left. They left, bro. Yeah, um, I don't know why they didn't try to keep those two guys. I don't know why we ranked them ten. I, I see now the error of our ways. <laughs> Can we have a big argument about that? Last year, last year I didn't expect them to do jack much anyway, and then and then, did, and then they did well, and, and now they did well. So I, I kind of bought into the like into the yeah. We were sipping the Kool Aid. Yeah, but, I, you exactly. Know what? I think their real problem is Pascal Siakam, ain't it? I never thought Pascal Siakam could. Bro, but he was averaging. See, see, this is why you don't go off of averages, bro. You gotta watch the goddamn games. I drafted him. I drafted (laughs) him. League and I drafted him in a couple leagues or one. No, just one league. Just one league. Thank God, Chaz's league. And uh, he is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) He is garbage. You know who? You know who's actually the truth? I mean, Fred Van Vliet is dumb nice. Yeah, but like. He's not enough. Best, that ain't gonna cut it though. Your not, best player can't really be a guard exactly. unless you have a very complete team. And or a top guard. that guard's name is Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, let's look at their big rotation. You've got Siakam, Aaron Baines, Chris Boucher, and what like Terrence Davis, maybe? Terrence Davis it's, is a big man. Like two I don't of those know. guys, two Alex of those guys Lynn, are people bro. I've never. Alex Lynn, that's their other big man. <laughs> oh yeah, it's you can't Alex win games Lynn like that. Is still in the league? Wow. I know he's on his way out. He has to be. This got to be it. <laughs> I like how they Next got stop, OG, China. They got, they got OG Ananobi listed on the depth chart at center. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They have, they have to. As like a fourth option center. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, no, I think, I, think you, I think you made a good point about like they have no bigs. You can't. Your starting center is Aaron Baines, and your backup is some guy nobody's ever heard of in Chris Boucher. Like, 
He's someone uh, you can't even play against like bigger big against big guys. He gets no minutes. So I don't think that team's going anywhere. At the time of this recording, the Raptors are one and five and pretty much mm. at the bottom, like second to last in the East, only only ahead of the Detroit Pistons. And that is not somewhere you want to be. That ain't friendly territory. Um, Bro, even the Knicks aren't there. That's how you know things is wild. Man, we five three. Yo, bro. The Knicks up there. Knicks, oh, they won the way, tonight. By yeah, the way, during this recording, the Knicks, the Knicks put the Jazz away. They were yeah. down 20. 20 and came back. What the, is wrong with Rudy Gobert? He let that money weigh him I mean, down. He's doing okay, but he's not doing like 200 million all-star level Gobert stuff. He, that's the thing about small market teams. When they have a good player, they have legit mm-hmm. no choice but to pay them. Because no one is going, oh yeah, let me go, let me head over to Utah. Nah. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. problem, I think one of the problems Utah has too is that they haven't changed their team at all in years. Like I it's, said, bro. It's no. been Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. That's it. And then they just keep like cycling in an occasional bench guy, you know? Yeah, they're like, let's bring in Rodney Hood or Jay Crowder or Jordan Clarkson. Or Jordan yeah. Clarkson. Mm-hmm. They just replace the same position, honestly. That small forward position, they just keep switching them out. Uh, I give them credit; they try, but it's hard being a small market team out here. That's bro. true. That's well, true. Conley is playing better this year, though. Yeah, it's hard. They just can't close. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't know how you give up a lead like that to us. We can't score for shit. All right, I didn't. I didn't get to finish the game, but I'm. I'm very happy about that. Hey, man, the Knicks are the truth, bro. <laughs> you ready for the L we about to give y'all next week? <laughs> oh, on Wednesday, they play the Nets. Yes, sir. Next week, Wednesday, one week from now? Hey, KD will be back, so there will be no excuses. <laughs> oh, you're <talking laughs> spicy. Oh, wow. I'm going to wear both I'm gonna wear both my beanies, one on each ear. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have not been. I don't think we've been above 500, two games above 500 in like eight years. I swear to God. I swear. That's a fact. I swear to God. <laughs> it's so sad. it's so sad, but elating. Yo, the all I know is like things things that used to make sense no longer make sense, and the league is a different place with this shortened season. So it's I'm really though. We could be seeing very early. What are we're about most um, teams are most teams are eight games into the season right yeah, now. Yeah, we could definitely be singing a whole different tune and uh next before up. we go, can we just talk about how Trey Young is averaging like 12 free throws a game. <laughs> Bro, have you watched him play? He's more annoying than Harden. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually noticed that. Because he's so small and like he has this way of like stopping on a dime. And then like people just the, the, the defender runs into him and then he puts up a shot and they send it to the line. I'm like, that is so corny, Ron. Yeah, Chris Paul invented that move. <laughs> I don't know about that. I've never seen anybody do that. Like the flop, yeah, Chris Paul invented that. But um the stopping and then it's it's ridiculous. I don't know how he does it, how he gets away with that. But I can't hate the man for abusing the system that allows it. So Plus, I have him on a fantasy team, so. Aww. Of course. <laughs> of course. A lot of, lot of things happening in the league, but um, also a quick shout-out to uh, the man, Jalen Brown, because that man, that man is a true stud. And, and 
the fact that the Celtics saw that from so early on and never, like, he's never been available for trades. Like, they believed in him. That Tatum, Jalen thing, I've been on this train for, like, two years yeah. now. You've been, you've been right. Uh, you've been uh, definitely supporting Jalen from way back. So, but like, I think you know. I mean, I say this every. Year. I still don't think they're like winning the East yet. But, but like something about it just is clicking right now. They are firing on all cylinders. It's really nice. I um, definitely said the Sixers had a, a had a had a good chance, and they got me believing even more. I mean, so- oh, we gotta give a shout out to Steph to Seth Curry. And to Tobias Harris, who are playing like amazing for the Sixers right now. Tobias is thriving right now. It's insane. Yeah. Let me well, that, uh, that, let me just can, look. We up. can attribute that to good coaching, honestly. And and Joel Embiid is obviously like a monster. That team is really good. Seth yep. Curry is hitting fifty four percent of his threes right now. Wow! Oh my Jesus! Goodness. All right, that's Jesus. not that's not sustainable, but that's impressive. I mean, this is like what the he's like one of one percent away from the all time record for three point percentage. Yeah, oh, but wow. that's we're like eight games into the season, so <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious to see how he goes from here. He is a Curry. That's what they do. They shoot. In in like two minutes or less, can we talk just quickly about the Bucks? Like they're just a middling team right now. They're four and three. Um, they're actually hold on. Their points per game are insane. They're 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 dropping a hundred and they're actually leading the league with hundred and twenty four points per game, and they're four and three. What the hell is that? Uh, if they have the defensive player of the year, shouldn't they be locking up? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's the thing. They're not even doing that bad in terms of like opponent point per game. They're leading the league in point differential with thirteen point five points per game. So I that's actually one of the most confusing things I've seen today. Uh I haven't watched. They killed the Knicks uh early on in the season. That's all I've seen of them. But uh no. Huh? They, they got killed by the Knicks. Oh yeah, uh, you know what? The Sixers killed us and then we beat the Bucks. Oh yeah, oh, like 20. Oh yeah, but, then But yeah. I'm saying to have such a big point differential like plus 13 in your points per game that means that you're killing in your wins and barely losing in your losses, if I'm, like, not mistaken. I suppose. So. I think their problem is they don't have a bench. Like, they got the starting lineup, and then who's on the bench? Oh, yeah, you know what? Couldn't name They one. have lost because um, Giannis keeps getting game winners thrown off over his head. <laughs> did you did you see I don't know if we talked about this last episode probably not but like he was at the line to tie it and he and oh he, he missed yeah yep. the Boston His free game. throw shooting is really hurting yeah the Boston game you can't see it's hard when your best player can't shoot free throws because they're always going to get to the line so so in close game situations it's it, it's hit or miss so that that's probably another reason why what it is what it is. Yeah, they'll hit right. their stride in about a month or two. A month or two. <laughs> All right, guys. This was a really good episode. We the the first two weeks and some change are in the books. We're eight games into the shortened season. Loving the league back in effect. Um, recording this on January sixth. So next time you hear from us, hopefully we got a lot more interesting storylines to go into. Appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us. This will be available on all streaming platforms. Follow us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, 
We appreciate all, anybody that's listening to this. We're planning to bring you a lot more great content this year. Thank you so much. Guys, you want to say anything? Uh, just, you know, enjoy, enjoy basketball, man. Life is crazy, but at least we have basketball to kind of make sense sometimes. Facts. <laughs> just enjoy these games. Have a good time. Chill on the couch mm-hmm. with us. <laughs> and, uh, Follow the health and safety guidelines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, way, the way you said that was mad depressing, yo. <laughs> I was trying to sound professional. But all right. <laughs> yes, definitely everybody stay safe, healthy, and well. Um, and share, like, subscribe, and tell your friends about Chatterball Podcast. Coming at you with episode 21. Thank you for listening. Much love. Peace out.